How is everyone doing? Hot Rod Rodney Dyer here with Heel Radio Podcast. And I just wanted to know, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Uh, When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my shows into all these apps where people like to listen? How do I make money from my own podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is simply Anchor. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and so easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. This means you can get paid for your podcast right away. I love Anchor. Um, it helps me do everything I need to do with my podcast. So, if you're always wanting to start a podcast, uh, start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Um, join me um, in this diverse community of podcasts ready to use. Um, that is anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And don't forget to go over to Hill Radio and check out my podcast. Have a great day. Welcome to Hill Radio. I'm your host, Hot Rod Rodney Dyer. And yes, we are back in action with our podcast. Um, It's been about six months since we actually had an episode. And I do apologize to the fans for that. Um, There's just been some hectic stuff going on in my life. But that stuff is done. We are ready to go. Um, And this episode is just going to be me. Um, We've lost a couple uh, hosts, but that's fine. We'll get get by. We'll we'll make it. but I'm so glad um, I've been getting messages from fans asking me we're going to come back when, uh, when you know, praying for me, this type of stuff. And I appreciate it. I appreciate all the prayers and all the all the uh, questions and all the messages. I really appreciate the fans. But we are back. We have a great episode ready for you guys today. Uh, we're going to talk about the American uh, foot, the, uh, the Alliance of American Football, um, that new that new league trying to compete with the NFL. I'm also going to be talking about Elimination Chamber, how it went, uh, some some good points, some negative points about it, and and where we go from here um, as far as uh, the the podcast. But um, I appreciate you guys. Let's get into this episode. So let's start talking about the America, the Alliance of American Football. I've watched a couple games. I actually love it. I like it a lot, actually. I actually picked my favorite team already is the Memphis Express because I don't, I don't live too far from Memphis, about three hours so. Um, you know, pick pick them before they start getting big, so no one could say you're a bandwagon. But there's about eight teams in this league, um, and so far, when I've watched it, I've I've watched some uh, good games. Of I, I like um, the the rules are a little bit different. But you got Arizona Hot Shots, the San Antonio Commanders, the San Diego Fleet, Salt Lakes, the Salt Lake Stallions, Orlando Apollos, Birmingham Birmingham Iron, the Memphis Express. And then we got one last team here, the Atlanta Legends. Um, right now, the the best teams are the Apollos, the Iron, and the Hot Shots. They're, they're all two and zero. But um, the rules a little bit different. There's no extra points. You got to go for two. Uh, when the refs do review, you can listen in on it, um, which is pretty cool. Um, now, I, I, so far, I haven't seen any rough in the passer calls, um, and there have been some stupid, crazy hits on some quarterbacks. Uh, I suggest you go out, go over and check it out. The highlights maybe on YouTube or something, to where you could see um, what I'm talking about. But the games are pretty cool. Um, I, I'm actually thinking about going to one of the games. It's about twenty dollars a game, 
But um, like, let's just do a quick review. Like in week two, let's see. Let me get the. In week two, the Stallions lost to the Iron, twelve to nine. The Express lost to the Hot Shots, twenty to eighteen. The Apollos beat the Commanders, thirty-seven to twenty-nine. And then the Fleet beat the Legends, twenty-four to twelve. Um, now there's some crazy scoring going on in the Apollo Commanders game, but the other games were pretty low scoring. Um, hopefully this week the Memphis Express can get that W against Orlando, um, against Orlando. But uh, um, we'll see. I mean, now you got some good, you got some people in here that are in the field, like the Birmingham Iron has Trent Richardson, the Memphis Express has Zach Mittenberger, and I think Zach Stacy. Um, if you ever watched the NFL, they were on the Tennessee Titans. Um, and Trent Richardson was on the Colts and the Browns. Um, he didn't do really good in, in the NFL. But he did great at College of Alabama. Um, so, I mean, I suggest just checking it out. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on it? Let me know. Um, is it going to compete with the NFL? And what about the XFL? You know, that comes it comes around next year. So, there's going to have three different football league, leagues going on next year. Um, so, what, I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, you know, let me know. Message me. Tw- uh, put, you know, you can you know find us on Twitter. Tweet me some stuff about it. Whatever you guys want to do. But um, let's move on here. Um, you know, there's nothing much you can really talk about this league. Um, now, I mean, I guess you could. Uh, now the players. Let's see. Hold on. Give me one second. I think the players get a three-year uh, contract, and that's two hundred fifty thousand dollars for that. Um, for that contract, let's see. Yeah, so yeah, they get a three-year, two hundred fifty. Yeah, get a three-year, two hundred fifty-dollar contract. Uh, you know, no guaranteed money really. Um, they're just trying to make sure you don't get, you know, don't get hurt or anything. So, I, I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Let's see. So yeah, um, founder Bill Pullen, um players will get a three-year non-guaranteed contract worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars, along with health insurance and um, let's see, and an education stipend. Um, let's see, they they're going to target players who, ha- who haven't made the NFL or Canadian Football League. Um, they also go with you know people that have been cut. Um, from the NFL or coming out of college to get invited to the draft. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to be a pretty good league for people that can't make it in the NFL. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I like it so far. I've watched a couple games, not not a few. But, um, you know, that is that is what it is. Uh, let's move on. So, what about Team LeBron coming out, coming, coming back from the victory last night against Team Giannis? Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, so Le- Team LeBron... Came back against Team Giannis. Um, it, uh, it was a great game. Uh, they came. They won one seventy eight to one sixty four. Um, Kevin Durant with the MVP at thirty one points. Um, but there was some crazy stuff. It was Dwayne Wade's last uh, All Star game. Dwayne Wade's my all time favorite player. So I just, that, that it was a heartfelt moment for me. He, I watched him lob it to LeBron one last time. Um, you know, it was pretty fun. I, I watched the the dunk contest. Didn't like the dunk contest. The dunk contest is actually 
been boring the last couple of years. Um, three-point contest, Joe Harris beat Steph Curry out. Um, I think the three-point contest should go last from now on. Um, it's just more more exciting to watch. Uh, you know, those guys can really shoot the lights out. Um, Joe Harris, you know, came from nowhere and just beat Steph Curry. Beat You know, in the finals, he beat Steph Curry and, and Buddy Yield. So, that was pretty cool. And then Jason Tatum with the uh, skills challenge over over uh, Trey Young there. So, pretty pretty eventful All-Star weekend. All-Star, um, now we get, get back and get ready to the... Uh, the actual end of the season, 25 games left. Um, you know, there's some. Who's gonna make the finals? Is it gonna be the uh, from the East? Is it gonna be the Raptors, the Phil, the Sixers, or the or Boston? Or, or you know, is is LeBron gonna not gonna make the playoffs this year? You know, um, they're they're like two games out of the eighth spot. Um, you know, my whole, you know, my whole teenage. You know, life. I'm not. I mean, I'm about. I'm 26 now. But my whole from when I was like, I don't know, like 14 to now, he's been in the playoffs. You know, um, you know the the Bucks are number one in the East. But you know who's gonna who's gonna take the number one spot? Who's gonna make the finals? Is it gonna be finally? Is the Raptors finally gonna get that push? Finally, you know, LeBron's not there to stop them. So is he, they're, they're gonna get that make that finals. Um, Giannis MVP candidate. Um, gonna lead his team. But that that stack Sixers lineup, you know, can make it. Um, who y'all who y'all got for MVP? I got James Harden, man. You can't, you can't, man. He's the best right now. Um, I love LeBron. Much love for LeBron. Much love to Giannis. But uh, James Harden just is just out of his world with his scoring ability. You know, I keep hearing, you know, scoring doesn't make MVP. Uh, yes, it does. Um, you don't, you can't be the valid, most valuable player if you don't score. So. That's what I got from um, from my MVP candidate. Um, just tweet me uh, who you guys have, or just comment who you guys have. Um, you know, you can comment on different stuff. Um, but that's who I have for my MVP candidate, and uh, get back to we can get back to watching those games and see who's gonna actually, you know, do awesome the last twenty five games of the season. So check that out. But um, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with our WWE Elimination Chamber review, and I'll see you guys in just a second. We are back with Heel Radio. Um, Part two of the episode, and uh, we're going to go over the WWE Elimination Chamber results um, and a recap and give it a grade and you know how, see how it went. It was uh, to me, it was an eventful night. You know, we start off the kickoff show with the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus um, no, excuse me for butchering this, but Akira Zatawa, and um, it was a good match overall. Um, good spots with uh, Buddy Murphy. Um, I think Buddy Murphy is a great cruiserweight champion. I really do think he's worked hard from where he came from in NXT. Um, but he defeats. Um, he he gets W. He retains the title. Um, and you know, it, it was a good match. I think I think he should be on the main show though, not the the kickoff show. Um, but the kickoff show, you know, was blah blah blah. But uh. 
Moving on to the actual show, the Women's Tag Team Championship match, Elimination Chamber match, Boston Hunt Connection versus the Wyatt Squad versus Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Iconics versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Naomi and Carmella. I personally love this match. Um, the women's division is amazing. I love the evolution that's gone through. Um, this whole pay-per-view, it, last year's Women's Chamber match, Hell in a Cells, Last Man Standing, Iron Man matches, Money in the Bank, um, Royal Rumbles, you know, and they're starting to make a big impact. And uh, the Boston Hug Connection and uh, Sonya Deville and Manny Rose start off the match. Um, next comes in, um, we got, let's see, I forgot who came in next. Yeah, so it was the Iconics. Um, and then Fabulous Quill came in. It was a good spot match. Um, there was there's spots that, that one of the best eliminations was from the Iconics on on um, Fabulous Quill. Uh, she did a, one of the Iconics did a roll up on Naomi, and then the other one came and just covered like they both covered her, and they were that was the first elimination. Was the uh, the first elimination was the Fabulous Quill on uh, Naomi and Carmella. Um, then we have, uh, everyone pretty much is ending the ring, um, after Fabulous Cole was eliminated, then Nia Jackson Tamina entered, um, and they just, you know, destroyed everybody, pretty much destroyed everybody, because they were the favorite to win, um, the Iconics hit, hit in a pod, which was torn apart by, my, by Jackson Tamina, who, uh, you know, hit a double Samoan drop on each of them, so they were eliminated next, the Iconics were gone. Then we had the remaining uh, team to attempt to take out Nia Jax and Tamina with the right squad coming on top of the cage and doing a splash on both women. Once Nia Jax woke, she hit Liv Morgan with a small drop for the, the second rope. And Tamina nailed both right squad members with the, the splash for the, uh, or the small splash for the, the, the third elimination. So the right squad was gone. But then they, they, the remaining team, they bullied on Nia and Tamina. And they all pinned them at one time, and Nia Jax to be eliminated, leaving the uh, Bug Boston Hug Induction versus Sonya Deville and Rose. Um, great match, great spots on top of the the pods. You know, I I really thought uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose were gonna win after um, Mandy Rose threw Bailey into one of the pods like head first, and she was like out cold. And then she did the same thing to Sasha Banks and then hit her with like a like a stinking double arm splash. And I thought it was over then, but she kicked out. Um, and then um, they they proceeded to try to double team Sasha Banks. Well, Sasha moved out the way and Sonya Deville hit Mandy with a spear and then put her in some like weird formation of the bank statement and uh she tapped out and boom your first inaugural tag team champions are sasha banks and bailey boston hug connection is amazing um i actually love how they get they they're just they're just um they started this evolution together um i'm glad they're seeing them win their first titles moving on to the next match of the night um this this was a pretty fast pay-per-view uh, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos versus the Miz, the Miz and Shane, the best best tag team in the world, back and forth match. Um, you know, I love I love the Miz's work. 
Miz is, um, he came out now he was having a child. Congratulations to the Miz and Maurice. But um, they came out, you know, came out fast-paced match. Um, you know, Shane doing what Shane does. You're flying across the ring, coast to coast. Um, but, you know, he got to the end of the match. Um, and, you know, he did the the jump from the ring to the announce table, took out one of the Usos, got came in the ring, Miz versus the other Uso, hit him with the cold crushing finale. He goes to pin him and one or two and he, he, he does the cross bridge and uh, he kicks out, does a cross bridge and boom, the Usos are your six time tag team champions. Um, I personally think they're gonna turn the, uh, Shane against the Miz and we're gonna have a, a WrestleMania match, but I give that a B for that match. It was a pretty good match. The Intercontinental Championship match, Finn Balor versus uh, Bobby Lashley versus Leo Rush. Um, it was a weird match. Um, I don't know why they did Leo Rush. And they could have just did Finn Balor versus uh, Bobby Lashley. But, uh, you know, making, making I guess, it kind of makes me feel, make me feel Finn Balor weak, looks weak because how he won. Um, it was back and forth match, you know. Um, but, you know, he, he did a... They both, Bobby and Leo Rush were outside. He ran and jumped and went and splashed on him. And he threw Leo Rush into the ring and hit him with the coup de gras and, and got the W and is, is your new Intercontinental Champion. But he beat Leo Rush, so it kind of makes him look weak a little bit, in my opinion, because he didn't beat Bobby Lashley. Moving on, the next match of the night would be Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot in one of the worst matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, I actually do not like Ronda Rousey as champion. She's like, I called her, I texted my buddy, I was like, I hate watching Ronda Lesnar fight. She's like uh, freaking Brock Lesnar. Um, she beats Ruby Riot in like 37 seconds. Uh, that's exaggeration, but it was pretty close to that. Um, it was nothing worth watching. It was. I give it an F. Um, that match, um, it was pretty bad, but the segment afterwards was probably the highlight of the night. Um, Charlotte came down to the ring, watched the match. Um, after the match was over, she got in the face of Ronda Rousey, but then Becky Lynch came out through the crowd, limp with crutches because she got her knee injured, and then she, you know, they were talking, and then she proceeded to beat the holy crap out of, um, Charlotte Flair with the crutch. Then she gave her other crutch to Ronda Rousey to beat up on Charlotte, and when Ronda Rousey had her back turned, boom, she beat the holy crap out of both of them with the crutches. Um, man, it, she is Becky Lynch 316. Um, she is awesome. Uh, best thing going for WWE right now. Um, I didn't want to see them do a triple threat match at WrestleMania. I just want to see Becky versus uh, Ronda, but we're, we're going to get that triple threat match, and that's fine. Um, you know, it's better than nothing. But I do hope it may have been WrestleMania. I give this segment an A+. Plus. Uh, next match, we got Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman in a nose qualification match. This is a match we don't need because we've seen it already for like 500 times. Uh, I give this a D. Um, basically, uh, Baron Corbin fights Braun Strowman, does qualification. Then uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre come out and beat, beat the holy crap out of uh, Braun Strowman, they put they triple power bomb him through two tables, and Baron Corbin gets the win for this one. Um, it's uncalled for. We don't really need it. I don't know why they keep making Braun Strowman look weak, but I do hope he ends up um, winning the Universal Title. Um, we have a backstage segment with uh, The Miz and Shane. The Miz is freaking out, throwing stuff. Um, he's super mad. He let everyone down. 
uh, the Miz, uh, the Shane tells the Miz to go home. Um, and he says, I'll see you Tuesday. Um, but he's like, you need to get out of here. Um, but I, it was a good segment. I'll, you know, it, it just, it, it's, it's, I know what they're doing. They're setting up for that feud, but it's okay. Then we have the best match of the night, in my opinion. Um, we have the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match with Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy versus Kofi Kingston. So the match starts out with, uh, let's see, Daniel Bryan starts the match with Samoa Joe. But, uh, and, and they, you know, they're two great wrestlers. Um, I'll actually, I don't really like Daniel Bryan personally, but I do like the character that's going on right now. Um, I love his, you know, the belt looks kind of funny, but, you know, if you don't know what I mean, go, uh, go look at the belt. But, um, let's see. So, yeah, so then the next person to come out is Kofi Kingston. Um, some great spots in this match, man. Um, Kofi Kingston, um, great wrestler. Samoa Joe, great technical wrestler. Um, but, you know, a lot of fighting going on. So then Styles comes in, taking out everyone, including Brian. You know, he climbed the, uh, let's see. So we all knew that, uh, Randy Orton's going to be last because if you watch SmackDown, he won a, a match to be last. But um, there was a cool spot with Jeff Hardy. When Jeff Hardy came in, he laid AJ Styles across the actual turnbuckle, got on top of the pod, did a swanton onto him. But when he got up, he took Daniel Bryan knee. So that was your first man eliminated was Daniel Bryan. Then, um, or not Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, was Jeff Hardy. Then we had... Um, called the Kingston going against AJ Styles and he was about to find him a forearm him but right before he when he jumped on the rope he got RKO'd and then um, that was your second elimination actually your first elimination was Samoa Joe and then Jeff Hardy and then AJ Styles with the RKO from the rope and then Randy Orton proceeded to go after Kofi Kingston um, Kofi Kingston hits uh, Randy Orton in trouble in paradise eliminates him so it's down to Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston and man let me tell you something I think Kofi Kingston will be the champion by the end of this year um that was a great one-on-one -on -one con contest i actually personally thought it was over when daniel bryan hit his flying knee on kobe kingston the first time but kobe freaking kicked out and i thought it was awesome um man i thought it was over kobe kingston then got up and he hit daniel bryan with trouble in paradise and he got the pin but then he re he, he reversed into like a schoolboy daniel bryan then he kicked out then they get on top of the cage on top of the pod they're fighting, they're fighting, they both um, try to suplex each other off, but then they don't do it. Then, then Kofi gets the upper hand and kicks Brian off the pod, but he goes for a big splash, and, and Daniel Bryan rolls all the way. And then when uh, Kofi gets up, he takes a flying knee and one, two, three. Their uh, champion is still Daniel Bryan. But I do think they could have a match at WrestleMania. I'm telling you, Kofi Kingston can be that guy. I'm telling you. Overall, I give this an A+. This was a great match, um, great spots, great eliminations, best match of the night. Um, overall, I give the, the, the pay-per-view probably uh, just three stars. Um, not a good pay not a big pay-per-view, good pay-per-view for SmackDown, nothing big for Raw, really. Um, I do want to see what happens on Raw tonight uh, with you know them not having the champion on there. Uh, what do you think about Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Um, leave a comment or tweet me and let me know what you think. Um, but I do um, 
want to see something good on Raw. I, I love the Revival Women Tag Team Champions. Right now, WWE's in this lingo stage. Uh, they don't know what to do. Um, you know, the best thing I got going right now is Becky Lynch. Um, but, you know, we'll see. If, you know, WrestleMania's not far away. We got a fast lane, one pay-per-view left, and then we'll got WrestleMania. But um, that's the review for the Mid Chamber. Uh, I'll give you a review for Raw tomorrow night or tonight after Raw. So expect another episode pretty soon. But that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed us being back and ready to go. Uh, don't forget to go like us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Um, don't forget you can uh, support the Patreon on YouTube. This is a YouTube channel as well. So I'm going to be putting this on YouTube a little bit later. But we're on Anchor, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast, um, Google Play Podcast, Spotify. You know, we're on SoundCloud. Um, check out our Instagram. Check out, you know, everything we got going on for you guys. Just be a Patreon supporter. Um, go over and click on the support this podcast on Anchor if you listen on Anchor. Um, support, support us. Uh, this takes a lot of work um, to do takes a lot of time a lot of money to do all the all the things we do for you guys we do love you though um we love everything you guys do for us all the messages we receive we appreciate you um check us on the next episode and we are out boom